Next time on a very spooky fine dining podcast, the season one finale, TGI Fridays the 13th. Oh, you betcha. Pineapple's gonna hit the fan as Michael's son Juicy, or in this episode, Juice Son Voorhees, <laughs> goes on a murderous rampage and no one is safe. It gets real spooky, it gets real bloody, and not everyone's gonna make it to the end of the episode. Who will live, who will die? Listen to Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, break down a trip to TGI Fridays based on the atmosphere, the service, and the food, and try not to be scared to death. Hear the thrilling finale of Fine Dining, Wednesday, October 25th, wherever you get your podcasts. The new BBC impartiality rules for social media don't apply to us and never have. So we can say stupid if we want to. I'm Harriet Langley Swindon and this is nonsense. Hello and welcome to Nonsensed, the podcast that wraps up all the best bits from my very real daily radio show into one easy to digest highlights package. I'm joined, as ever, by my producer, Martin, and what a show we have for you this week, eh, Martin? Yes, indeed. We have an interview with the news presenter who was dramatically suspended from his show this week. We have a look at HS2's possible suspension with our transport correspondent, Reg Varney. And Ishan Akbar returns to the show to give us his hot and spicy takeaway about Suella Braverman's speech in America. But as ever, there was so much we couldn't fit in. For example, we had a great little package about the Robin Hood tree in Northumberland National Park, didn't we, Martin? We did, but I checked this morning and someone had smashed up the tape. Oh, what a pity. We also had a great on-air debate about Labour's plans to add VAT to school fees. And you know what I liked about it, Martin? Everyone involved had personal experience of the issue at hand. Yes, it wasn't hard to find media commentators who'd been to public school. It wasn't hard at all. Now, if you enjoyed last week's show, the Time for Questions episode we recorded at the London Podcast Festival, then why not join us at the Museum of Comedy in London on the 18th of October? Our guests will include Ishan Akbar, Nadine Dorries and Jordan Peterson and tickets are available at museumofcomedy.com. If you can't make it, but you have a question for Ishan, Nadine or Jordan, you can email us at nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com. Also, compliments, please. But on to this week's show, and we had to start with the disgraceful events on a rival news channel when two presenters went too far in their defence of free speech. We spoke to the man at the centre of the story, Martin Branning, for a serious edition of Apology Watch. I'm so not sorry that it's made me feel sorry for the not-not-apology I'm sorry about. So I'm sorry not sorry that the not-not-nature of the sorry isn't sorry enough, or not. Well, Martin, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Uh, it's, it's nice uh, when such a thing has happened to be appreciated at all. Yeah, well, you've been suspended, so it's, it's quite serious, isn't it? Well, serious in the sense that uh, suspension is just another way of spelling censorship and the mm -hmm. silencing of right-wing voices. But I am also uh, very, 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 very um, 
bad things happened and I certainly was present at them. Mm. Yes, mm. you were. Yes. I mean, yes. Well, let's, Pre- present, let's talk- but, but mo- most importantly, not involved. Right. Okay. Not involved. I mean... But being if, present, if, very seriously, very seriously, we talk very seriously. Well, Martin, it's interesting you say that you weren't involved because I do just want to play a clip where it it, it sounds like you are quite involved. Now, now, look, whatever you play may mm. have bias. Right. Okay. Thank you. That's actually that's a very good point. This could be a clip of anything, and I want any of my loyal viewers to know this could be a clip of the Pope somewhere in the woods. And that's not on me. That's not mm. on me. I mm. was there, and I take it seriously, but that's not on me. Right. Uh, right. Yes, Martin, um, the, the clip that we have lined up, just to put you at ease, is a direct clip uh, from the interview that you had um, Oh, well, that, that, that is what week. you the, the would one in say. Question. Sure, but, you know, AI can do a lot of things and probably okay. did. I don't even know if I, mean, I was there, but either way, I take this... Very seriously. If it right, let's... sets you at ease anymore, we we still use Hotmail. We're very much nowhere near using AI I, here. So I have um, never it's... I have never been anywhere near a Hotmail, and at no point have I ever asked to see nude photos of a Hotmail. Hello, can I can I see your wiener? Stop. That's not me. That's not me. Right. Who was that, I... Martin? No, no, no one was here. Nothing happened. Show me. No, nothing nothing is going on. Okay, right. right. It was a weather balloon. Okay, let's take a listen. They can't cope with the fact that, that, that they're wrong about everything <laughs> and everyone hates them and everyone thinks they're ugly <laughs> and stupid. Mingers, mingers all! <laughs> they'll try to cancel us for this. Of course they will. They'll come after us. Oh, they don't like it up. They don't, they don't. But you know what? You know what, Martin? They wouldn't get it up them. You know, <laughs> Okay, well, that was interesting, Martin, listening to that clip because it does sound like you were having quite a good time. Well, well, well you know, you know, yeah, I, I'm laughing because I disagree. Oh, I see. Yes, I, yes. I'm, I'm laughing oh. now because I refute absolutely what you've said. Your liberalist cabal, your globalist agenda, couldn't be. <laughs> More apparent right now. Martin, can I stop you? Because there is no... No, no, you can't. You can't stop. on the same side. I think it's probably important that we do flag up for our listeners that perhaps aren't um, able to watch the feed, as as some of them are, um, that there, there is some form of sock puppet on your hand that appears to be cursing expletives... Um, halfway through the interview. Is this something that you'd like to address now? No. Right. No. Okay. It's, it's fa- fair enough. I mean... Put him down! Ex- Put him down! Martin, right. what, what I don't understand is that as an experienced broadcaster, why you've brought a, a sock puppet to an audio show. No, uh, look, it, it's interesting that you think that, but that's because mm-hmm. the liberal elite can hear at higher frequencies and that's why you people care so much about whales. Could I just ask, does he does he have a name? Who should we credit him as? No, uh, no, no. Dan! 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 My name is Dan! Dan! Oh, right. Um, yeah, that's... no, no. What's his surname? What? What? Uh, 
Oh, what a lovely name. I, I just want to refer to this clip here, um, uh, Martin, is if... Um, we just take a listen. Martin, they're disgusting. They are disgusting. <laughs> Reprehensible vermin people. <laughs> Kill them like and, rats. And do, you know, do you know what I hate about them most? Do you know what, what I do hate, you hate about them most? What do you hate Martin? about them most? They refuse to debate the issues. <laughs> they won't. They, just, they won't. <laughs> yes. It's like Suella said this week. Multiculturalism has failed. We can't have multiple cultures in a single country, which is why, if you're not conservative, you should be deported or executed. <laughs> yes, I agree with you. Yes, it, don't, don't misunderstand me. I've never agreed with anything more. So there you refer to, to people as vermin people and you say kill them like rats. It doesn't sound good. Well, uh, you know, you may say that, but that's just a moral judgment. Um, right. It might not sound morally good, but I can tell you that on a statistical level, probably very effective, you know, and facts don't care mm. about your feelings. And also, if I was there and I did say that, I would like it noticed that I said vermin and people, and that doesn't negate them as people. Oh, I see. I see. That's right. Yes. Right. And I said yes. kill them like rats and people like rats. Oh, it was actually I, a comma. Oh, okay. I don't think people do like rats. No, no, actually. no. You've got to listen to the sentence, all right? You're taking it out of context. It's probably been edited. No, a producer Martin isn't that good an editor. I said vermin, well, comma, no, I'm people, not. kill them like rats. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. Vermin, oh. people kill them like rats. You know, vermin, people kill them. Like rats, that's what I was saying. I mean, that that would make sense. To be honest, the only way I could make sense of vermin people without it being, a, a, like, very offensive was if you were talking about Master Splinter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, who I think does identify as a, a vermin person, um, in, well, in which case it's not offensive. Um, well, no, most, most, greenie, most greenies do live in the sewer. <laughs> Now again, is that you're doing That's... that strange cackling laugh again? Is that a laugh of um... contrition? Uh, is that contrition? Is... Okay, laugh right. of contrition. Okay. It's a right. laugh of extreme, extreme contrition. I'm very, 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 very. I feel feel like there was just one more, one more words that we were hoping for at the end of that mm. sentence that didn't quite. Uh, materialise uh, in the end. Uh, Martin, can, can I ask you a direct question? Um, no. Do, would, oh, well, oh, all right, then I'll, I'll find a roundabout no. way to ask it. Um, would an apology be something that you'd be looking to uh, maybe offer up here for the people that were offended by uh, by your words? Uh, no, probably a book deal. Right, yeah, no, that's right. what I thought. That's, Fair enough. Makes Fair sense. Enough. Martin, would you like to apologise to the conservative broadcasters who politically agree with you on everything but you've now made look a little bit silly? Well, one of uh, the central tenets of uh, free speech journalism is uh, the absence of apology. So I would like to let my serious colleagues know, uh, comrades, mm. I, I never said comrades, that's... Uh, I'll, Right. Swing that. Um, <clears throat> no, it's it's all right. That that wasn't me. Show me, show me what you've got. That's it's not me. Um, I would like to say, uh, ra I um, uh, I take it seriously. I take right. this very seriously. If I was there, 
which I wasn't. Well, Martin, thank you very much for, for coming on the show. I wasn't here. Right, OK. I was never on this show. OK, well, best of luck. And that was our apology from Martin Brown. I've got a giant case of porn! 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 None of that. And, yep, and his sock puppet. No. I'm so not sorry that it's made me feel sorry for the not-not apology I'm sorry about. So I'm sorry not sorry that the not-not nature of the sorry is that sorry enough or not. Now, after a few weeks away for disciplinary reasons, Ishan Akbar returned and he really hit the ground running, didn't he, Martin? He was certainly the same Ishan we know and love. And being our diversity correspondent and an immigrant himself, Ishan had some views on Suella Braverman's speech about refugee rights. But he's not an immigrant, Harriet. He's from England. He keeps saying that, Martin, but I've yet to see proof. Anyway, let's take a listen. Ishan, it feels like ages since we've had you here in the studio. Yes, I am. I was going to apologise, but actually I don't need to. I had a lovely time in the greens of North Wales. Uh, There was nothing plain Jane about it. It was really rather a fun time. It's a strange little reference to pop in there. Yes, well, you know, I just uh, had such a lovely time there. And North Wales is a very beautiful part of the world and made even more beautiful by the company I kept. Well, that's lovely, Ishan. And also, although I think you really should apologise, for listeners who won't be aware, Ishan is uh, being repeatedly tardy and he did put an apology out on social media and we had to suspend him. Yes. The fact that you're not willing to do that again, actually... It shows a strength of character that I have to admire, even if I don't approve. Well, he's certainly on brand, isn't it? I think apologising is for the week. Yes, it is. I mean, that's the problem. It is. I do want an apology, but also, you know, especially if you've been suspended. What's yes. the point of apologising then? You've been suspended. There's exactly. no need. I've served my time. I now no longer need to apologise for the crimes for which I was persecuted. Well, that's all done and dusted with. Well, it's wonderful to have you back. But I'm very excited to once again hear your hot and spicy takeaway of the week. A lady who is definitely in my top five wood list, Suella Braverman, the Home Secretary, came out with a beautiful statement poo-pooing the Geneva Convention on Human Rights and suggested that anti-gay discrimination should not be a qualification for asylum. So if you are a person who happens to be from the LGBTQ community or indeed a woman in a country where those two groups tend to be discriminated against or persecuted, even sometimes killed for merely existing, that is not reason enough to claim asylum in the United Kingdom. And my hot and spicy takeaway is this. She's right. Yes. The LGBTQIAPK community have got more than enough letters and colours. It's too many letters. We can't be adding the R word to it. Yeah, R for refugee. That's for any listeners who aren't very clever and can't follow what's going on. Yes, we can't be adding that. We can't add W for woman. W for women. No, no. Yes. We can't add F for female. It's just too many. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but I thought refugee was a French word anyway that was pronounced refugee. So I thought that's where the link was. So what did you think all refugees were or homosexual? Yes, because I feel like mm. 
getting on a boat to nowhere and turning up to another country in the hope that pretty gay thing to do, isn't it? Right, right. Well, I, I think that's a very reasonable I, summation. I'm afraid I'm going to have to say that I quite firmly disagree. I mean, first of all, this this letters business, Ishan, I mean, they've already given you a little plus. You, you can just say LGBTQ plus if you want, and that's, it just means, you know, and, and all of the others and look into that. It's like yeah, a little drop-down menu. A lot of people in the LGBTQ community, they actually do decry the fact that LGBT, for example, with things like Pride, is always presented very positively. And the plus ensures that you are constantly positive. What if you're a negative gay person? What if you're that's a miserable? That's very true. I just think, you know, okay, you're a refugee. That's sad. You've got sad things going on. You can't also be gay, you know? Yeah, it's, it's just, right. You've got so, to pick one. I'm sorry, you've got yeah. to pick one. You can't have choice. Both. It's your choice whether you get on the boat or not. The thing is, Suella has really got her work cut out because I think we've all had enough of human rights, haven't we, really? I mean, uh, wh- people wh- sort of no, banging I, on I about don't... human rights. And I, I can speak for all of us when I say when Brexit happened, we thought, thank God, we yeah. now don't have to fanny around with things like human rights. Yeah. We can do what we want to yes. do. We can make our decisions. We can eject people we don't like to Rwanda. Yeah. Maybe one day we can bring back hanging. But no, right. we always have to go back to the European Convention of Human Rights, sticking their oar in, saying, no, what about this person's dignity or basic rights? And I'm sick of it. And I yes. think we're all sick of it. It's been 17 I'm- years. I think that's more than enough. Yes, I, people, you need human rights. You've had your time in the sun. Now get out. Go to right, Rwanda. Just, just to clarify, we the official um, stance that that you're taking is that we're done with human rights. Humans shouldn't have any rights. Let's not yeah, have any more human rights. Typical. Well, well, producer Martin, it's about Britain's rights. Okay. Yeah. Once again, the EU are trying to impose things like human rights, and it's a very wokey concept. Yes, okay? yes, it's freedom very of speech, you know, freedom. You know who doesn't yeah. one about human rights? Elon Musk, Donald Trump. Yes. Yeah. Successful individuals. Mm. Right. Successful I mean, one never to be able to need to talk about human rights. Is just been That's very true. proven guilty of fraud and recently been uh, proved guilty of uh, sexual assault but, as well. But you well, didn't see so. him getting on a boat and crying So Ella Braverman didn't need to mention them. No, she didn't need to mention them. She had to mention the women and the gays because women and the gays are always getting upset about Yes. Um, well, I mean, look, Suella Braverman has been over mm. to the United States to give this speech um, yes. with the hope of changing... Something, perhaps even the British laws, getting getting uh, other countries on board. Is this not something she could have done perhaps more effectively by staying in her position within government? No. No. No, no that's not. No. The best speeches are delivered outside from where you need the speeches done. Yes. Right? The most yes. famous right. speech in the world. Martin Luther King. He wasn't at home, was he? Well, no, but... He was he, he, somewhere in America. Yes. And um, also, best way to do it is go and do a speech to some rich Americans. Yeah, because they're the ones who've got power. 
Yeah. I think there is no better person than Suella Braverman to comment about the gays and the women because she is neither gay nor a woman. Mm. Oh, no, I think she is a woman, actually, oh, Isha. Does she identify as a... Okay. Yeah, she does. But she's not a wokey one. By her own measure, she would have to choose one of... I mean, is she is, is she a woman or is she a person of colour? Because that seems to be the... The oh, you can't have a that she's... One. Well, actually, she doesn't identify as, as either a woman or a person of colour. Because she, she oh. said the other day that multiculturalism has failed. So she can't, right. yeah. She, but if she were to be a colour, what colour would she be, Martin? Well, I, you know, I'm not... I live in a sort of post-colour um, landscape myself. Well, we I can see I mean, yes. everyone as a... I'd say she's an angry maroon. Mm. Right. Would you put that colour on your walls? Maybe in the bathroom? Yes, yes I would. I've, yes, in the, in the bathroom. What, where the poo is? I feel like she's like a pink burgundy. Oh, a pink Ooh. burgundy. It's quite jazzy. Um, That's quite jazzy. Right, yes. Well, of course, if we do um, tear down all of these um, different characteristics that have up to this point been protected, do we not th- well, run the risk... Well, it's failed, Martin. It's but failed. We, it hasn't do worked. Do we not run the risk of everyone then becoming part of the much-afeared blob. I mean, isn't that just right. what we'd be? We'd all be part of the blob then, wouldn't we? And I know how no, you don't it, like the blob. I'm no, still not like entirely sure what the blob is, but I, I know blob, that you don't like the it. Blob the blob are Ramonas in different shapes and different forms in different walks of life. Well, they're all Namely part of the civil one. civil servants, but they okay. can be anywhere, to be honest. Also, yes. You could be part of the blob. Producer people Martin. that people that play uh, ultimate frisbee. Well, yes, maybe if they do it in a sort of Ramonery lefty type way. Is Mr. Yes. Blobby a part of the Blob? Do you know what? I know people like Mr. Blobby. I know he makes them laugh, but actually, I think he's a really dangerous individual. I've seen and him push things over on on TV. Yeah, and he does look a he's little a menace. chaotic. He, he is, is an menace. absolute menace, and I think if anything. I mean, we're talking about human rights here. The thing is, he's barely human, is if, he? He shouldn't even anything, have any rights. Mr. Blobby represents everything wrong with refugees. You can't come to a place, knock things around, speak a language no one understands, and expect us to take you seriously. Although, to be fair, he did get a UK number one. So whatever he was doing, it was very popular, um, and also had a yeah, series but, of Blobby lands. Um, but doesn't uh, yeah, that but show defunct. you, Martin, how wokeism has gone too far? Yeah, yeah, it's gone too just far. Kind of, just because it's popular doesn't mean it's good, you know? No. Like Ed Sheeran. Oh, yeah. no, I do like Ed Sheeran. Ish. Olives. I do like Ed Sheeran. He's got a hot Olives. sauce Me and Jonathan out. listen to Ed Sheeran in the evenings. Do together. you? Yeah, when we're eating cheese. Has he already talked to you about how he'll love you when your legs don't work like they used to before? Do they work like they used to before? I, I don't think, think he's, what my legs do is any business of yours at all. He's probably quoting a song by Ed, Ed, Ed Sheeran. There, well, I, I don't like it. Right. I thought you might like that song. It's probably better. Better paired with some cheese. Actually, cheese does make all the difference. My point, just to bring us slightly back to the the, the mm. hot and spicy, and to be honest, I think completely wrong just um, assertion of Ishan is is that um, refugees right. absolutely, um, you know, they they, they deserve our support, and oh. and and there there should be process, of course, to determine what sort of help they require if they're entitled to help. But removing further human rights is, is not the way forward, I think. And no, it, it does they can't, they can't just come here going, oh, I'm being 
discriminated against because they won't let me, you know, be gay, have a job, or yeah, or be gay, or Just be a woman. Stop you know, being like, gay. Stop being a woman. You know, you can change. Yeah. I mean, I, that's a good point, actually, isn't it? Now you can be what you want to you be. Want apparently, to be. you can identify, identify as, as something gay. else. Yes, identify, identify as, as not gay. a woman if it's such a problem to yeah. you. Yeah. Yes. I'm because not in your own country, entirely sure should... that the that the Taliban will accept personal self ID as um, a, a reason to be free of of the restrictions. I think the Taliban are they're... fairly reasonable, actually. Do you they have very the... clear lines, and that's something we should all appreciate. You know, there's no greys there, right? All gays, for that matter. This is very black and white. Ishan, I do want right. to remind you, the last time someone said that the Taliban was reasonable, they lost their job. Okay, well, that sounded like a threat to me. Can't That's, say that on this programme. I mean, I'm not particularly comfortable with either of these statements going on here. I don't want anyone to feel threatened. Maybe I'll just remove this entire segment. I'll I'll, I'll think about it in the suite. Well, are, you, well, are you shutting well. down my this freedom is, of speech? Yes, this Ish. is where it ends, is it? This is yep. where it ends. I'm non-censored here today. Yes. This is where free speech died. Mm. Well, thank you. Thank you, Ishan. Welcome back. Producer Martin, shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. No shame. No shame. Shame. We are a little thin for this week's episode, so I might keep it in, actually. And finally, HS2 has been in the news a lot this week, and the details are very boring, aren't they, Martin? What? No. no. Trains aren't boring, Harriet. They're amazing and environmentally friendly. Oh, and uh, also boring. they Boring. Have... Anyway, to try and make the whole right. thing entertaining, we had a little debate with the help of our transport correspondent, Reg Varney. Spoiler alert, I win. But let's take a listen. I am excited to talk about trains at any time, and this is, you know, really the hot topic of the week, if not the last 10 years. Well, I wouldn't say the last 10 years, but you're right, it certainly is the hot topic of the week. I mean, I myself, I was in favour, obviously, of getting back to London quickly from the north. I mean, you know, I've I've been up to Manchester and, and you just are praying for the time you'll be able to get home, shower, scrub yourself clean. But then I read this week in the papers, a very reputable paper, that HS2 is woke. So now I'm fully in favour of just demolishing the whole thing, get rid of it all, just it's disgusting. We don't want any more wokeness creeping into this country. But Producer Martin, you have quite a different view, don't you, with your love of trains? Well, absolutely. I mean, I think, well, certainly we've already spent several billion on the just getting this far. Um, but the, uh, the the upside of, of a finished network would provide, um, well, additional public transport. That's good for the environment. It's good for business. It's good for the uh, for the economy, of course. So I see a lot of positives if They just push on through and really do connect up the UK with this high-speed rail. All I'm hearing there is woke, woke, woke. But here to join us on our debate is our Welsh transport correspondent. It is, of course, Reg Varney. Hello, Reg. Welcome back to the show. Hi, I'm, I'm here. Reg, do you think it's time to end the woke HS2? 
I, I, yeah, sure, or do, or don't. I, it, it's up to you now. It, I, I just whatever you're going to do with HS2, just do it. But can we just can we just decide? Because as transport correspondent, I feel like my life has just been waiting for someone to make a decision about HS2 or the third runway. And every couple of months, I go on this programme and people go, oh, what do you think is going to happen about HS2? And I am over it. It's become a sort of background noise that you just drown out now. And if I weren't a transport correspondent, I'd have given up on it a long time ago. But I think I've reached the point where I'm just... Do you know what it's like? HS2, it's like Big Brother. It's like, is it on? Is it not on? I don't mm. know. I haven't really been paying attention since the since the noughties. I'm so yeah, well, whatever. Do what you like? That's quite an admission, Reg. Um, I just, Reg, when I, when you signed up I, to be transport correspondent, um, I bet you really thought you'd be going places. <laughs> don't you uh, dare what? mock my career choices. I went to university with Adrian Child. No, I'm not. That's what have I done yes, with my life? That's what. Fair what enough. have I done with my life? I mean, since you've been doing this, there's been lots of lovely moments, like the nice little moment where you you went and interviewed the people around the old oak tree that had to be chopped down to make room for HS2. That was a very fun little segment you did there, and you made some very strange friends. Yeah, and what are we going to do now? Put that back up. This is the problem with where we are now. We're in the sweet spot now where we've done just enough work to tear mm-hmm. through the countryside and knock down some houses and kill a load of animals, but not enough for it to actually be useful and go between the cities that they said it would go through. So what we've got now is a bit of track that tears through some countryside at a high speed. That's not a railway line. That's a roller coaster. Well, Reg, you know better than me, but it speeds up London to North Wales, doesn't it? Does it speed up London to North Wales or does it speed up a short bit of that journey? So for a start... You can get to Crewe. I mean, if you want to go to Crewe at the moment... Yes, I don't want to go to Crewe. Our public transport infrastructure isn't much more than a gif of Gromit throwing track in front of him. Seems to be the situation that we've ended themselves up in, and I've dedicated my life to talking about it. It's a very good gif. If you were going to, I I feel like that gif and the gif of the dog in the house that's on fire. There. They're two of the most useful gifts these days, aren't they? And 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 what gifts they are. I think, uh, you know, really, we, we don't talk about that enough. So, Reg, you sound a bit grumpy today. But, Reg, do you think there's any good things about this that we might not be sort of bothering with the North? And maybe finally, this could be our chance to kind of separate from the North and let them do their thing and, you know, regress back to their sort of natural tribal state and then we can really get things going down here in the south. To be absolutely blunt, I think you'd be better off with just all getting rid of each other, to be honest, because this attempt to try and get any sort of connection between various parts of the UK has been an absolute disaster. The real problem with HS2, apart from all of it, is the fact that it is deemed an England and Wales project, but that all the track, such that it is, is based in England. So our budget goes to your railway line. And the closest that HS2 gets to Wales, as far as I can tell, is going to be Birmingham, that is 70 miles away. And do you know what 70 miles is? It's a train ride. And because of all this money that comes from a shared Ah. investment fund, Wales has lost to the tune of about £5 billion. And we could really use that £5 billion, to be honest, to build a working railway line. 
And apparently there's all this stuff about like, well, if you live in North Wales, once it's all done, you'll be able to get to London in two and a quarter hours. But London isn't our capital. Our capital is in Cardiff and it takes four and a quarter hours to get from Bangor to Cardiff. Well, Reg, I think they're very strong points and uh, it's quite a um, a dark picture that you draw there. It actually immediately brings to mind for me uh, that scene in There Will Be Blood where Daniel Day-Lewis says, I drink your milkshake. Well, I can do it better than that. Uh, I, I drink your milkshake, Eli. I drink it up. Because um, he's siphoning the fuel from the... Um, from the oil fields under under Eli's mm. house. And I think it's worth bearing in mind that at the end of that film, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, who in this case would be London, uh, bludgeons Eli, uh, Wales, to death with wow. a um, bowling pin. So were you making fun of my broadcasting style? Well, That's something that we were doing there. You don't make fun no, of my broadcasting no, style. No, I've already no, said, not, I've warned you once, you do not make no, fun of my I broadcasting style. I, I went to university with this, Jane Garvey. I'm not... I mean, again... It's it's uh, some great luminaries. Um, I, I just sort of wanted to try and make it relatable as a story um, to people who perhaps have been watching films. Before we wrap up, Reg, because I'm conscious that no one wants to hear too much talk about trains, to offer an alternative viewpoint, it could be that for you little Welsh people, it's quite nice that you're, you know, you're like one of those little minions who are happy to offer their services for the greater good and the greater good being the UK. No, no, we're not. We just like a working railway line, to be honest. We just like to be able to get between towns in a manner that doesn't require hitching a lift. We're constantly told that we're going to get the benefit of this new railway line, that we have to take an old train to get to, and we get no money towards it. It's like those people who won a speedboat on Bullseye. Well, Reg, that is the most woke thing I've ever heard. Bullseye? But thank you for coming on the show. Reg, you are loved. Namaste. Is that a swear word in your language? Well, that's it for this week. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, buy tickets to the live show on the 18th of October at museumofcomedy.com. Set up a rival to the out-of-context nonsense Twitter account because competition is healthy. And keep those questions coming to nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com. With thanks to Rosie Holt, Brendan Murphy, John Robertson, Ishan Akbar, Gareth Gwynn and Ed Morrish. I'm Harriet Langley-Swindon and we'll be back next week with more Non-Censored.